You're listening to Breaking Formation, a podcast with your hosts, Jordan and Aaron. We are two former NFL cheerleaders using our platform to connect the pro dance community and redefine the word cheerleader one episode at a time. Hey, Breaking Formation friends. We're back again with another Positivity Corner special, and this week we are talking about all things auditions, since as professional dancers, I feel like it's one of the things that we get the most questions about and people are most curious about because, I don't know, a lot of people are just really surprised by the whole process and everything that it entails and goes into it, so there's lots to talk about. Yeah, there really is. Um, I know that I'm sure if you're listening and you have auditioned before, you know that every year, regardless of whether or not you are a veteran returning, you have to re-audition. So I did five years. Caitlin and Aaron did four years. We all auditioned every single year. We always had to earn our spot back. So we are very well... um, what's the word? Seasoned. (laughs) Seasoned. Thank you. (laughs) When it comes to auditions. And no audition is the same, really. It's like, and it it honestly never gets easier. I feel like that's the biggest thing. It like, it's, it's always, it's, it's different. Right. And especially when you're returning, it's like, you know what you're, you would be missing out on. I mean, I feel like we all always say this. This is like, it's like, you know what you're going to be missing out on if you don't make it back. So I think what I um, wanted to start with, because it just feels like a natural starting point, is just each of us talking about kind of why we all showed up to auditions. Like, just briefly, because I know we kind of talked about it in our intros, but I feel like everyone's reason for auditioning is so different. And even like how we find out about auditions is so different. So, Kate, do you want to you want to start us off? Sure. Um, Ooh, this feels like a big question. (laughs) Um, I first heard about auditions because um, Allison on our team, shout out. Hey, Allison. Um, she, you know, was a cheerleader. I think her first year was with you, Jordan. And yeah. um, we had, you know, gone to the same school and knew each other. So um, I got to see her become a Gold Rush girl first. And that was really cool. And so it's kind of on my radar. Um, and then I was moving out to the Bay Area and I knew I wanted to, you know, keep dancing. And so that opportunity was there and I seized it. (laughs) And um, I feel like that's a really big, um, you know, piece of advice, I guess, if you want to call it that I could give is like, you have to go to the audition to even make the team. So you just kind of have to face it. And um, I went in with no expectations. And I think that's, what allowed me to like have fun at the audition. And um, yeah, I think my personality really showed through in my first audition. And then after that, it was like, yeah, I got to go back. I know. I feel like a lot of the times people are always like, how did you make it? It's like, I showed up to auditions. <laughs> yeah, yeah, seriously. <laughs> and it, it's also like right, right place, right time, right year yeah. too, you know? And so true. I know. I mean, I mean, for me with, like finding out about Gold Rush. It's funny, I think I actually signed up to get emails while I was still in college because it's kind of like just on my radar, you know? And mm-hmm. I remember I would get mail with like the Gold Rush 
girls on it, like to my like Sonoma State mailbox and I'm like, oh my gosh, they want me. Like, <laughs> I'm like, except I just like signed up for the email. But, um, <laughs> but so I was like, it, it was definitely something I had like looked into and done a lot of research about before actually showing up. But even that first year showing up, my my intention was just really just learning the process and kind of like seeing if this was something that was actually for me and that I was going to enjoy like style wise and obviously like team dynamic wise. And then it's like, once you make finals, you're like, dang, I really want this. Like, even if you're just kind of like, Oh, let's check it out. Let's see how it goes. It just, you just get so immersed in the whole process. Yeah, totally. It's like a little sneak peek for sure. I think I kind of talked a little bit about like my story um, on my like intro episode. But for those of you who didn't listen or, you know, just to give a little recap, um, I actually remember. So my older sister's best friend had actually auditioned for Gold Rush like years ago, probably like 08, like 09, like way back and she actually made it to finals. She didn't end up making it on the team, um, and she only auditioned once. We were all together in Tahoe, um, my my whole family, and and she was there, and we were all watching a Niners game. And I kind of mentioned this in the um, my episode, how I was kind of like going through just like a little rough patch in life. Like I just felt like there wasn't, I wasn't really like doing, you know, like I wasn't really doing that much for um, myself, and I could just was just kind of felt like something was missing. And I remember um, my family and I were sitting there watching the Niners game and Megan, my sister's friend, um, was like, Jordan, you should audition for the Gold Rush. And um, I remember from then on that night, I remember I was like laying in bed. We were staying at a cabin and I found the Gold Rush Instagram and followed it. Those of you who know me, I am like, once I have my mindset on something, it's happening. Like whether or not, like, yes. <laughs> I, it's just how I am, like all or nothing. From then on, I was actually in beauty school. I just studied the team and did my research and went to the prep classes. And I met, you know, like Aaron and Kristen. And I know Christy was um, on maternity leave my year, but just kind of like met everyone and um, really just threw myself into it. And Honestly, I feel like if you really want something and you convince yourself that you already have it, and I've talked about this also on the first episode, I think that manifest, yeah, manifesting for sure. Like, I don't know. I just think that like your mind, it sets you up for success. Yeah. Your mind has such a, a way of like, controlling your actions and stuff. I don't know. I feel like that sounds silly, but well, it's kind of like, I feel like it affects your confidence, right? It like, it's oh, like yeah. your confidence will shine through and totally, I don't know. I think for me, my, per- my biggest personal epiphany just in life was like, people will a hundred percent believe you are exactly what you put out there right and it's like if you put out that you're like this confident well-spoken person like you're definitely gonna get paid off for it and like I think the audition process is perfect example of that because they're gonna they're gonna see that because that's all they have to go off of of if it's your first year showing up might as well act like you already have it and just have fun yeah it's like a big introduction like how are you going to introduce yourself to these people. And I mean, I feel like the sooner that you come to that realization that you guys are talking about, the better, because then you start preparing kind of naturally, I guess, like if you're 
already doing the things that you need to do or that you would be doing if you made the team, then you're set. You got it because you worked for it and you're like ready for it. I will say there's a fine line because you still have to be humble. Like I feel like there, there are people that kind of come year after year, really know auditions in and out, but they don't get it. And I think it's because like, you can kind of see that they're not really genuine and they, they think it's something that they deserve. So Mm -hmm. it's kind of finding that, that balance of like being, being humble but being confident and, you know, secure in your abilities. So yeah, if I could give any advice to someone who is auditioning, show up to auditions. And first of all, don't be in your head because it'll ruin the whole experience for you. But really try and meet a lot of people and just like have conversations with a lot of different people because you never know who you're going to meet and who is, you know, it's just it's that whole everyone's connected so connected and like you could be having a conversation with some girl who you know her older sister was on gold rush for like four years and she knows the director and it's like you just you I mean you should be nice to people regardless but just make a purpose of like having you know genuine conversations with people and just like create like having fun like I know it sounds so cliche and it's I feel like everyone always says like just have fun but it's so true like <laughs> it's not it's not so serious it's not that serious yeah. like yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's serious but yeah like I know what you're saying it's like you can't think of it like that right because it's like yes like if you make the team it's going to be a huge identity and life change and and if you don't make the team and you have been on the team that's going to be a huge like devastating thing but the thing is is like if it's your first year going into it you really have nothing to lose. Like you're really just there for the experience and to see if it's something that was meant for you and your path. And there's only so much control that you have. And so I think, yeah, I think it's, it is so important to not get caught up in the nerves because like those, that will also kind of affect your performance too. Like it'll, you'll get in your head, you'll forget your routine, you'll say something weird or not or like cry at your interview so it's like which isn't always bad I mean people make the team and cry during their interview it's totally fine I'm sure we'll talk about it but it's like I think like what be yourself yeah and like one of the things like I had written down for this episode I don't know if you guys want to just kind of chime in with your answers is like what is something like you wish you would have known like your first time auditioning or your first couple times auditioning. And I think that is my biggest thing. It's just trust the process, right? It's mm-hmm. like these people aren't working against you that are on the opposite side of the the table. Like they're, they're really rooting for you. And it's like, you kind of learn that going through so many years, but obviously it was super validated when we had Lindsay come on the show, literally telling us yeah. that, but it becomes so apparent and they really do like, at least for Gold Rush, because obviously that's the only team any of us have auditioned for. Like yeah. they truly have your best interest in mind, and and it's it's just what you make of it, and like your ability, you already have everything you need within yourself, and it's just about mm-hmm. believing in that part of yourself. So yeah, I mean, I think for me, for example, I totally butchered my solo. I talked about it in the first episode. <laughs> I did some weird things, you guys. I did some weird things, ran into the girl next to me in line and like just got in my head, which I've talked a lot about. Um, But just like knowing that it's not the end of the world. And even if you do 
say some really awkward things or, you know, hit the girl next to you in line. Like there's still, you still have a chance and just to not let it like, you know, I don't know, ruin your experience. Yeah. Completely like, you know, just get caught up in the bad feeling. Yeah. Is, yeah it's not great. Right. Because truthfully, my first year auditioning, I feel like wasn't my worst. <laughs> <laughs> I think that for some people, they just get more comfortable. But for me, like, I mean, like we just were saying, like, I just kind of. Right. Well, you. You do learn what you have to lose, right? I think it got scarier every year for me. <laughs> Honestly, I think that I had to like adjust yeah. how I was approaching auditions. Like every year I would get super stressed out about what auditions was going to look like, especially in my veteran years. And then like right mm. before um, prelims, I would always just hype myself up, be like, it's okay. Like you just have to be authentic and have fun. And I think... That's the biggest thing. And I, I do sometimes feel like, and I, I shared my interview deck waddle audition story, um, which is, you know, I guess, a blessing in disguise. But, um, you know, like, I feel like my first year was really the year that I was able to just, like, have some release if that's a good word for it like I was able to really be myself because like I said I had no expectations at all for what was going to come and so I think if you can find that place like you know even if you are a veteran you're trying to return um find that and just have fun with it honestly and I feel like overall I most of us can agree scariest audition is going it going for your second season at that point and like we don't actually know obviously these are all just assumptions but it's like you had a full year auditioning essentially yeah it's like okay like you made it like you got it they, they saw something in you at the audition and like you're like we've said before on the show like your rookie year is so different from every other year and you you're still kind of finding your place and so it it is kind of tough because even though it is a full year, it's still like a challenge to really show everything that you have to offer, right? Because you're learning so much, you're taking in so much. It's like a new any new job, it's kind of overwhelming. And I think, you know, I don't wanna like say this is like black and white exactly what it is, but because every situation is different, but if you at least for me, it was like, if, if I don't make it my second year, it's going to be really hard to not take that as like a personal thing, right? Like, right. it's like, I feel like that must have been something that I did yeah, somewhere along the line that I might never know that affected why I didn't make it back. And it's like, because that's the natural response. But then again, it's it's also like every audition year is so different and yeah. they're looking for different things. Mm -hmm. And and every team like turns out so different each season. And so you just, you just don't know. Yeah. I think you brought up a really good point. Like at the end of the day, it's a job and you need to show professionalism at some level. Well, at a pretty high level, I would say. And find how to integrate your personality into that. Of course, like be authentic, but also it's a job and you're going to be representing the brand. And mm -hmm. that I think is what they're looking for. And, you know, not everybody is the strongest dancer. Not everyone's the strongest speaker, but 
I guess think like well-rounded whole package vibes yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. and then professionalism and authenticity. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like um, sometimes people forget about that aspect of it, but they're looking for like, who's going to represent the team right. for the whole season. Totally. I think it's super important to also be confident and focus on what you know you're good mm-hmm. at. Right. And for some people that might be your dancing and your performance and just really shining in that part of the audition. Or it might be you kill at interviews. You're super professional. You have a super cool career you can talk about and like goals you've accomplished outside of dancing because they love that stuff. Or like for me personally, I'm especially in my earlier years, like I was super more or not super, but definitely more on the reserve side. I have like my dance technique, but I wasn't like the greatest dancer out there. But I think where I really shined was my like little uh, application. I would always put a ton of thought and heart into what I said in those written responses because writing is something like I've always really enjoyed and really, you know, considered a passion of mine. And I know for a fact, like that put me kind of ahead of other applicants because I would have our directors come back and just say like, wow, like your, your response really moved us. Like that was just so incredible. And I think there was a couple interviews they actually brought up like my responses in the application just, and just let me talk about what I said. And that was like the easiest thing to answer. Right. Cause it was, it was all from my heart. And so you know, it's just also just knowing yourself and knowing your strengths and highlighting those. Well, yeah. And like, I mean, as for like Gold Rush, I'm not sure exactly how other teams work, but I mean, this is kind of, I think how you can probably um, relate this to any interview, but like making sure that you're including things that you are comfortable talking about and almost like setting yourself up for success. Um, because I think if you have a good idea of what you want to say, like, the points that you want to get across, you have the power to control that interview um, just yeah. by your um, just by your application. For sure. And I know that you can even, um, with Gold Rush, you can even include a resume mm-hmm. <laughs> um, like in addition to your application. So just take control. Jordan, I have a perfect example. My second season, I got injured, unfortunately. And coming back from my third season, I was like super nervous that, you know, because I couldn't dance for a lot of the year. Um, And I wanted to put my best foot forward at auditions. And this was like one of, maybe not the, but one of the first times that they were going to see me dancing again. And of course, I was able to be there with the team in my second season. But this was like, the first time fresh, them seeing me dancing and, you know, doing the interview process and stuff um, mm-hmm. since my injury. And I went into that interview room, like, I'm going to talk about it. Like, I'm going to talk about my come up. And it was like some question that was not about that. But I was able to turn it into that. And I feel like it was just the best thing for me because, you know, I needed to say that. I love that you brought that up because that was like the biggest hack I learned for any job interview. It's like, know what it is you want to say in some regard and 
just any generalized question find a way to turn it into that answer like that is like so key and and yeah and it and then it, you have confidence delivering it because you already know exactly what you want to say so mm-hmm. well because like think about it this way you're going up against all of these people um yeah and i think it's just i think it's really important that you realize that you are unique and you are special and that if like you can believe that then you're totally going to convince the judges because it's not like we're like out here like you know all of us are doctors and you know have these like phds like that's not how you know a majority even though we love that we love it you're a probation (laughs) yeah no and that's that's the thing is like what do you have to offer and you know this is a perfect example jordan and i aren't doctors or dentists or like saving (laughs) or finding the cure for cancer but we're amplifying the voices that are because they deserve it right it's like we're doing like what we have the means to do and and that's the thing it's like yeah that's exactly the the energy you want to you want to get across is like what do you bring to the table and how can you like um benefit the team like how what do you what do you bring to the the team that no one else can or that you know that you were really good at that actually reminds me too because i remember aaron not you aaron but aaron um, director aaron we just need we need we need to just call her e2k aaron or like give her like a nickname um yeah well this is when she was still the director my first year um for interviews she asked jordan what could you bring to the um the team and i i don't remember exactly how i said it but i basically said i really enjoy helping people like ever since i was little i i've hated seeing people feel uncomfortable like it's just been that thing about me like i hate feeling uncomfortable so i hate seeing other people feel like uncomfortable and like i've always been that kind of person to like reach out to someone or make sure that they are feeling comfortable in a situation that maybe isn't comfortable for them. And so I said that. Well, and that's honestly a hundred, that's a hundred percent validated because I feel like every year, every rookie is like, Jordan was one of the the people I talked to, you know, they always say there's that veteran that like, you know, really just changes the experience for you. And I feel like you really are that person for so many of our teammates. So that's so true. Thanks. You can't see me. Yeah. Of course. I appreciate that. I feel like just, you know, we kind of touched on the topic of comparison and like, don't, don't put yourself up against these women and that, you know, you think are so much more accomplished than you or doing you better than you. And one of the things I was thinking of when just brainstorming what I wanted to talk about on this episode is that I remember my first year, the year I didn't make it, um, I saw Melissa P and I saw a rally. And it was that thing that was like, comparison is a confidence killer. And I kind of let it get to me a little bit. I'm like, these girls are so beautiful. And like, they were both kind of more cheery, like, Melissa was like getting her hip hop moves. And, you know, she just has like such a presence. And then Arelli, I think I saw her practicing her tumbling or something that freaking out. And in my head, I'm like, Oh, my God, they have my look like they're, they're, they're getting on the team. And both of them made the team that year. And even like going into my second year, I was like, yep, like there was my spot. And you just can't think like that. Like you can't, you have to, you have to really focus on what you bring, you know, and it's so hard because we're human, but it's one of those things like, I really wish I would have focused more on myself and not the fabulous women around me so much. 
So we all posted to our Instagrams, um, similar how we did to with the um, Super Bowl Positivity Corner episode. We asked for anyone who wanted to to ask audition questions, you know, anything that they wanted answers to regarding auditions. And someone actually said advice on staying motivated after being told no countless times. And I think that that really, yeah, I mean, that's on topic for what we're talking about right now. Well, I feel like I've talked a lot, <laughs> but I um, figured that I, I mean, I could shed some light on this a little bit because both these bitches made it on their first try, but <laughs> you know, I mean, it's like, it sucks being told no. And especially like we kind of said in the beginning, it's when you make it even past like round two, it, you put yourself in that space and coming back year after year, it's so discouraging. And I can't imagine, you know, going back year after year and just being so close and still being told no. And so I actually did reach out to our teammate who is now a fifth year member, Cassie on the gold rush. And um, she, let's see, she gave a beautiful response to this question and she said I could like (laughs) I know right Um, (laughs) so let's see I'm just gonna go ahead and I know and read it because I mean I I just don't want to take anything out of it so okay so this is from Cassie who is now in her fifth season with the gold rush and she says auditioning for a professional cheerleading team is quite a commitment in itself Not only do you have to work hard to prepare physically, you also have to be aware of the emotional side of the process as well. Sometimes it takes everything you've got to muster up the courage to audition in the first place, let alone deal with the rejection of not making it as far as you would have hoped. It took me three auditions over four years to make finals, and that same year, I was lucky enough to make the team. I was someone who auditioned with a background in actual cheerleading versus technical dancing. So although I had worked very hard to prepare, I knew once the process started that I wasn't where I needed to be. That year was 2012. I only made it through one round of cuts and I didn't make finals. I made the mistake and told all of my family and friends, which made the letdown of not making finals sting a little bit more. On one hand, I figured it would probably be the outcome. On the other, I was completely crushed. The following year, I got cut on the same round and was even more crushed because I had prepared so much more than the previous year. For the entire year, I had waited to re-audition. I didn't go a day without thinking about Gold Rush. So much time spent preparing. I didn't know what I could have done different. It took me longer to get over the rejection that time. So I decided to take a year off from auditioning the following year. It was hard for me to bounce back, and I needed time to reassess if auditioning was even worth it based on the letdown. In 2016, I decided the day before to audition, and I didn't tell a soul. I stayed up late and glued a few rhinestones on a black sports bra and bathing suit, found some old tights, signed up as a walk-up, and agreed I was just going to have the time of my life and leave everything I had on the dance floor. I forgot every single piece of choreography, but instead of freezing up like a deer in the headlights like I had done before, I just kept going. I did a routine Kristen taught during a workshop and just tried to make it through that round without breaking eye contact with the judges. I didn't know how I was going to do, but I felt proud of myself for feeling like I redeemed myself in certain ways from my previous auditions, 
I did something different and because of that, I made it to finals and was shocked. I made the team that year, which was 2016. And once the season started, our old dance director, Chris, Kristen, had mentioned one day that she remembered me back in 2011 oh. with super long, dark hair. I told her I was surprised she remembered me so well because I had assumed I wasn't something to remember. She said, of course she remembers, and she was glad I kept coming back. She said, everyone makes a team when it's right for them. That stuck with me. Just like we all end up with different tenures, I feel like everyone has a different audition process as well. Some girls make it their first time auditioning, and others have to stick with it, and it takes a bit longer. Either way, the time happens when it's right. I always stayed motivated to continue because I felt so strongly that I had something to offer. I could see myself as part of Gold Rush and couldn't give up the dream because I didn't go a day without thinking about it. In hindsight, I never knew if I'd actually make the team, but my desire to keep trying eventually make to eventually make it always overpowered the doubt. I'd say my personal advice would be to not give up. Really understand what your desired program is seeking and make sure it's the right fit. Keep improving for yourself and do your best to let your personality shine in those seconds during the audition. As cliche as it sounds, when it's meant to be, it'll happen, and the key to confidence is preparation. So prepare as much as possible to give it all you got. So wow. beautiful. Wow. I know. Happy. <laughs> Just completely killed it. And like I said, like none of us could say it more eloquently yeah. or with more like emotion and things put behind it. And um and it really is true. And the thing is, if you don't make the team that you're set out to make, I really truly feel it's pushing you in a different direction. And maybe you should try something else. Yeah, yeah definitely. Everything happens for a reason. Yes, completely. And I think also one of the better points Cassie made is she was proud that she improved upon her own performance, right? Because it's not about anyone else. It's about just yeah. improving yourself. Well, and hearing that from Kristen, too, um, it's a perfect example of, like, I know that there are people who are, like, who have made the team after trying many different years, and I've actually heard, I don't I don't know if it was Christy or something, but, like, they're rooting for you. No joke. Yeah. It's There's so many different factors that play into who makes a team. Like, I mean, I don't know all of it. I'm, of course, I was just on the team. I was never, you know, behind the scenes. But like from what I've heard, a lot of the times there are the coaches that want you on the team so bad. And it's like there's only a certain amount of positions on this on the team. But like it's a it's a that right there was a perfect example of how they are rooting for you and they do remember you. Exactly. And, they, and honestly, returning year after year after year, that shows nothing but dedication hard work like amazing work ethic and just that you're like dedicated and like focused on achieving this like goal of yours so um for those of you that have auditioned keep trying keep going and and then maybe reassess and maybe there is another team out there that you would probably be more suited for so don't give up do not give up. yeah biggest thing if it's something you can't go a day without thinking about don't give up yeah and I would say prepare yourself to receive the opportunity when it, you know, does show itself to you. Like, yeah. be ready for that because it can happen any year. If you are somebody mm -hmm. that keeps coming back, like, 
it really could be your year and you could have been meeting people who are going to be your sisters on the team, you know? So it can happen at any time and yeah, just be prepared to, uh, to receive that. Yeah. Yeah. I also was just thinking too, um, while you were reading that, um, about, you know, from Cassie, I was, I was thinking about how it's such a vulnerable thing to do like auditioning like you're just completely putting yourself out there I don't know it's a scary thing it really is and like I feel like earlier when I was like I just showed up to auditions but I mean really like it's a vulnerable thing like a lot of people don't even have the courage to actually show up so definitely like be proud of yourself for even like making it to auditions because that alone is is just scary yeah that's a hundred percent already an accomplishment and I feel like they do say that a lot at auditions it's like you're miles ahead of most people that want this because you're here exactly exactly so well thank you cassie i i loved that little surprise i had no idea (laughs) i know yeah i mean it was it it just felt like the right the right way to respond to that question because yeah Yeah. it was a great question and it was like my first thought i was like gotta reach out love that so there were some other questions about outfits and stuff, mm-hmm. um, the fun stuff. Uh, <laughs> someone asked if we wear sheer tights under our outfits. And I'm pretty sure that probably goes for every team. Mm-hmm. They're referred to as nylons. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a couple different brands. I, I know that um, I kind of switched it up, went back and forth throughout my my years on the team. But there's Diva Wear Hosiery. I was a fan of, and then also there's another brand called Tamara, T-A-M-A-R-A. And um, that's actually the brand that like Hooters <laughs> servers um, use, but it's a little bit thicker, <laughs> I think, like the texture of it. I like um, those for winter. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> totally. <laughs> for those little cold <laughs> game nights. Mm-hmm. Footless or footed tights? Ooh. I always got footed and then I would cut the top, like I would just go snip oh. and then I would wear them so that they didn't um roll well so that they didn't like poke through like from my dancing and like dig into like the middle of my toe that's the most yeah. painful thing ever <laughs> I I switched around because I was footed for a long time and then someone was like why and I was like <laughs> I mean I guess I'll try footless or I, I think maybe my mom ordered me footless by accident or something I feel like it was just by accident I started wearing footless and on those hot games, like it okay definitely, for games, yeah, but for auditions, yeah, it definitely made a difference. Well, yeah, for 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 auditions, it footed all the way because you just gotta you gotta you don't want to cut your leg line, right? Yeah. You don't want to cut all you're working with. But you also don't have those boots. The boots, boots I would say footless yeah. auditions definitely. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> for sure. Also, I do want to say um, a little trick that a little veteran trick is to um i mean honestly like okay hosiery is like a great thing and it's also like your worst enemy um because it you know it it makes your legs look like you know just smooth and whatever but um the top i mean i carry weight in my stomach and i swear those things (laughs) never cut you in the flattering um area Mm -hmm. so the trick is to like cut the top I always cut it like on the, the sides. band. Yeah, the band, just the band. Don't yeah. go into the actual mm-hmm. tight. But on yeah. the sides, and then I would I would do the front and the back too, um, mm-hmm. 
just like a about like an inch just gives you a little yeah a little give <laughs> yeah a little a little smoother smoother line and yeah Honestly, I meant to talk about this moment. All this talk about nylons is really making me remember it. <laughs> of like the the moment I really got like initiated into Gold Rush. Oh my, my gosh, I know exactly where this is <laughs> you going. You know exactly where it's going. <laughs> and it was like, because speaking of nylons and like, you know, being smooth, like it was a game where we were wearing our sporty uniform with our shorts, which were like so unforgiving and like, you know, very light colored. And I was wearing underwear, but I, you know, it wasn't like anything necessary. It was still a thong, but it was just like, I had them on and we were out, we were ready to go out to the field. We were already running late. And someone's like, Aaron, like, you can't go out there like that. We can see your thong. And then Alina was like, I got it. And Alina, you know, I think at that point, like seven year veteran Alina yeah. comes up to me and just cuts my underwear <laughs> off of me. And like, I was like, oh my God. Cause I didn't have time to like go to the bathroom and take Initiation. everything off. Like, like boom. Yeah, and that is like off. <laughs> yeah. I'll never forget it. And you know, I appreciated it. Cause that was just one of those moments. It's like, we can't think about this. We just got to yeah. do it. We gotta go. gotta do it. Hopefully these aren't your favorite pair of undies, but yeah, no, no, they were, yeah. Never wear your favorite pair on game day. Just got us. I'll just leave it at that. I, okay. This may be too much for the podcast, but <laughs> I, I'm sorry. The ballerina in me, I never wore underwear on game day. I'm oh sorry. yeah. No, it makes sense. I feel like that's like dancer rule of thumb. I feel like that's pretty universal. Yeah, you know? no, it's definitely not like a weird thing. And they have the little like crotch, crotch panel in the tights, so you're good. Like yeah. you know, I think I might have been like you know a few days off of that time of the month, so yeah. I was just it was just for insurance, but I didn't really need them. So yeah, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, some girls wear underwear though, so you just got to figure out what you like. <laughs> But I would say test it before auditions too. Test your fit and make sure that it works and you can move in it because you're gonna wear it all week. Test your fit. Yep. They definitely like bounce around in it yes. a little bit, so yes. nothing pops out. Or you feel good. You look good. Oh, that's good. Yeah. While we're talking about um what to wear, I would say like my first season, I didn't really know like all of the brands and the places where you could get those fancy pre-rhinestoned audition tops from. And, you know, um, at first I just wore a bathing suit top, but I went to the store and I picked out one that was going to, you know, fit one that I was going to feel really good in. And um, I still put some effort into it and some thought, you know, and I don't know if that's like a big no, no, but I feel like it works. And so I don't know, I would say don't just show up in like, a sports bra but like do a little something you know yeah well see okay I don't know because I also wore a bathing suit my first year from this was when Victoria's Secret still had their bathing suit like swim line which I think they're bringing back by the way but that's so unrelated wait you guys yeah they're getting they're getting like trashed on the internet because they brought back their swimwear but they brought it back from 2012 so everything is like so ugly, but sorry, continue. Oh my gosh, that's funny. No. Um, no, but I, it, yeah, I ordered a bathing suit from Victoria's Secret. I didn't even rhinestone it um, and that worked. So I don't, I don't know if it's really like a, um, 
make or break type of thing. Like, I, I don't know. I mean, that was also back in like 2015. I think it's totally, yeah, it's totally a thing you do to feel good for yourself. I don't think it's yeah. at all going to get you on a team. And, you know, this right. is something that, I mean, I think pretty much everyone their first year, unless you're really, really knowledgeable about the pro dance world or you know someone or you had a sibling, like, it's a situation where, yeah, you wear a swimsuit or you wear sports bras or you go to discount dance like I did and just throw some rhinestones on some shorts and a top and you're you're fine. And because it is, it's about you. And um, for me, the next three, three years, four years. Uh, yeah, the next four years I auditioned, it kind of became like a thing me and my mom bonded over because she was she was always a bedazzler on my high school dance team uh with the with the bedazzling mom team she was like the leader of it so then she really like took it and ran with it <laughs> and then it kind of became like you know a whole thing where everyone's like "Ooh, like Aaron, what's like a next level thing yeah like, <laughs> yeah like what's your costume gonna be and I could not take any of the credit ever because it was always like my mom's vision and my mom's art like I would wear and you know she would she was in LA all like for every audition season so it was kind of how I had her with me during the process and and so you know and it's it's just it's a confidence thing right it's like as long as it's something you feel confident in like you're gonna rock the shit out of it and it's gonna be great yeah yeah um so yeah whatever you feel the most confident in whatever you're gonna sell that yourself audition dance Ooh. yeah i was gonna say sell yourself but then i was like that sounds a little weird i mean you know in the best <laughs> way it's what you're doing yeah. like right right sell your brand sell yeah. your brand yeah um but with that being said there are also some really great lines that i mean i feel like we all kind of switched around um because one of the next questions was where did you get your outfits and i think they are referring to the ones that we are wearing in the photo that we posted with um the instagram poll but we can also just kind of say um i know that one i was wearing um the red and white and like gold one was from the lineup um which i had gotten from my audition outfits from a couple different years i did um dallas wear um and then also um Semiware. I got my pink one from there and then my bathing suit from Victoria's Secret. So <laughs> nice. I wore mostly Dallas wear. My first year I did the bathing suit and then I did I decided to change it actually, which I I mean, who knows if it's good or bad. I think you should wear the same thing for prelims and for finals, but I was feeling like I saw everyone else's uniforms and I decided to order from Discount Dance and I got a little sequin top too. Ooh. <laughs> Dallas wear is really cool. They're just pricey. Like, if you can make something, that's a great way to save. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, like, look, like, individual, too, because I know with that Dallas wear, a lot of the time, a lot of girls will get Dallas wear, and, like, you know, the styles look really similar, and it definitely is something you know it's Dallas wear, and you know it's nice, and it's beautiful, and you look beautiful, but yeah. if you want to kind of, you know, be a little more unique one of the surefire ways to do that is to customize something but with my my outfit in that photo the if it's the black long sleeve yeah um that one was from satin stitches which is 
they actually kind of really specialize in doing more customized designs. Like they don't have a, a ton of specific styles on their site, but they are like expert seamstresses and they will work with you in like any vision that you have. Um, and then the thing is though, the bedazzles were Jules by Joan. So she's got an Instagram if y'all want to, y'all want to look her up. Maybe we'll tag her or something, but yeah, that's my mom. So that's her, her rhinestone art, which she draws inspiration from Olympic figure skaters. So <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Always. She has her cameo every episode. It's great. Yes. I know every, every time. <laughs> yeah so that's where we get the audition outfits from but like we said you don't have to spend a lot of money speaking of so alexa who is actually now the performance director of gold rush um was my big sis on the team we were both from the same town little petaluma um and i remember she told me she was my big sis on the team my first year and she had told me that she always ordered um outfits on I mean now it's too late for this audition season but for next year um Dallas wear I believe it's Dallas wear would always sell their outfits that they used for photo shoots um and of course with COVID I don't know if it's this is a, still a thing but um if it is every um Black Friday so they would like put them online like I think at like 12 a.m um and you can get some cute outfits for a good deal and um I think the trick though is like getting on there like immediately because they sell so fast so keep that in mind hopefully that's still a thing yeah definitely a good good tip there because and I think most of the sites will do just like an overall sale on Black Friday of some kind so that's you know definitely planning ahead but if you know you're auditioning it's it's a great great route to take um I got a few interesting questions regarding we got to get real right now I think um the look the look so one of them asked what's your honest opinion about the look and another one said just how important is how you look I know they want you to look nice but do you have to be a 10 and you know I think this is a broader thing in regards to you know, we're not just going to be speaking about Gold Rush, I think, when we answer this question, because I think it's, it's, we have to consider what people think of when you say NFL cheerleader and, and when you say professional cheerleader, because I don't know, for me, especially recently with all these movements of embracing diversity and, and bodies and in gender identities and in, you know, race, it's like, I want to say you can if you can do the job and you're a badass person like you're beautiful like you can show up and you can for sure make it but I just I don't think we're there yet unfortunately and I don't know I don't know what it's going to take I think it is unfortunately something that is still focused on being conventionally attractive right so and I think you know the look varies per teen I think that's that's a hard one because I feel like that once again like if you're confident in yourself like I don't I don't know I just I I kind of disagree I think that like I uh, yeah I don't I that's a tough one because I don't know I just think that like you could be like the most like stunning person in the world and like if you don't have the confidence like I really don't think that like 
I don't know. I feel like I'm not. I mean, I, I know 100% where you're going. Like, because it is. It's about, like, what you believe you're capable of. And it's about how much you're willing to, or, like, how far you believe you're able to go. And confidence is a huge factor. And it is something that will, like, kind of radiate out of you. From within. Yeah. From within. Yeah. Beauty shines totally from within. So you look how you look. You feel me? And what's important is, like, how I think what you guys are both saying kind of is, like, it's also how you feel, you know? And, like, for me, I roll out of bed sometimes and I'm like, ugh, you feel me? And then there's days I get cute and I'm like, oh. And so I think that's the thing is like, are you showing up in a way where you feel good? Because that's what's going to make you feel good when you're auditioning, when you're interviewing, like you are going to feel the best. Like, I mean, I'm sure everyone can relate. Like there's definitely times where you like might, do something that you really like to your appearance and you're just having a day, you know? And I think that is kind of what you need to do. And I don't think that they're looking necessarily for any type of look. I think that they are looking for people, like a diverse group of people, which is really cool. I think there is a long way to go with that. But um, at least for Gold Rush, you know, I think that like there's been words tossed around like girl next door, like in terms of like how you're going to prepare, do your hair and makeup. I feel like, you know, look like yourself still like look glamorous, but also like, you know, nothing too crazy. Like you don't have to go out of your way. Like you can do stage makeup and stuff, but I don't think you need to go insane. You still should look like you. No, that's so true. A lot of different teams, like for sure, when you're auditioning, like definitely do your research because there's some teams that are like the more like sexy, like you know, yeah. that's just like their their look. I mean, uh, I think that like a lot of teams are definitely like shifting. And then like Caitlin said, I definitely think Gold Rush has like a very girl next door um, look. And that's a thing too. Like maybe fit the vibe is a good. A good way to talk about it. Like when we're going somewhere, when we're going to like lunch or something, where I was like, hey guys, what's the vibe? <laughs> Look at the team's Instagram and see what the vibe is because everyone looks different, but it's like, okay, how can I fit the vibe? Does that make sense? <laughs> yeah. No, that's a perfect like, example. I think, yeah, that's super important to do what's in your power to adhere to like the brand and the team standards, right? That are so clearly prevalent in what they're already putting out there with their makeup and their hair and where they go and looking into maybe getting your makeup done by someone who does that, that for the team or getting your hair dyed or, you know, if, and, and doing that, if it's also something that you are already going to do right to make yourself feel good. Cause I don't think it's a good idea to just completely change what you look like to fit that. But if it's something like, Oh, I was thinking about getting highlights and you know, like we, and, and I also really want to audition for Gold Rush. So let me go look into Moni or Liana and like to see, because like so many girls go to them and, you know, clearly that's, they know exactly what to do and what the team likes. So. Yeah. Yeah. We've talked about this before. Like if you're in the area, schedule an appointment, find their Instagram. Gold Rush always tags them like the hair and makeup artists. Um, 
And then you can like really pick their brain because they know the directors and you know, like what they're looking for. So in terms of like, well, it's another person to vouch for you too yeah. during the process. Right. And then like in terms of like preparing, like that's a perfect example of like doing your research and like mm-hmm. just squeezing your way in. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. I think something else that goes with like the look too is just being, you know, put together and like thought out. Like, um, you know, do your nails at least like you you feel me? It's like the details. Like um don't come in, we always say like don't come in with sunglasses and like a coffee in your hand. Yeah. Like look like you're ready to go because that's what the job is. Yeah, you're a brand ambassador. Okay, kind of on that topic, I got a um, another question regarding just kind of the look. And um, it makes me a little sad because the person that asked this question, going to keep it anonymous, she's a girl I worked with at a dance studio who's like, she's gorgeous, super talented dancer. And she said, something that always kept me from auditioning is my weight slash body. How strict is that process? And... It kind of, like I mean, kind of like we touched on. It's I think it's something that eventually will be moving in a healthier direction, just based on where we're moving as a culture and society. But as of right now, like fitness and you know presentation in the two piece uniform is something that you do get judged on, and and I think a lot of it is you know you I I would not say the majority of our team has the perfect body. I don't think that exists. I think it's about how you move and and not being so overcome with, you know, being self-conscious about your body, right? It's like I don't I don't think it's it's like I think it's like if you can present yourself and dance in a way that is confident, like we've been saying this whole time, they're not ever going to notice anything that would hinder you making the team in regards to your size. I mean, like if I'm being honest, I've talked about this before on a previous episode, but I really struggled with my, um, how I like viewed my body and honestly still kind of do. Um, but for me, like when I showed up my first year auditioning, like I had like kind of just started exercising. Like I would use my parents' old ass stairmaster and just would go on the stairmaster and like do maybe like a little bit of abs. Also, it was like twenty one, but you know, I just really didn't think that much about like my body and the way I looked. And um, and I know earlier Caitlin and I were saying that like for us, like auditions just if anything felt like scarier and like more terrifying each year and for me I always showed up to auditions like so if I'm being completely honest right now just always thinking like I hope I look okay like I hope that they they are liking what they see and I think that was always something that was I just I struggled with and that's something that I kind of almost put into my own head um And I don't think I auditioned as well as I did my first year. I mean, I, I, as far as confidence goes, like, I don't think, like, I allowed it to, like, hinder my performance. Mm -hmm. 
I mean, you did, I think both of you did say, you know, your first year you were, you know, you feel like it was one of your better auditions, right? Or like, yeah, so I can see that. Yeah. And it's, I mean, I, I like I said, I messed up, but right, like, right. But still, like, how I felt like, because I just went into it, like, not really knowing. Yeah. Um, and, then, and then to go, you know, every year and, um, and I really, yeah, I just let it affect me. And so, I think it's it's important to like show up to auditions like feeling confident in like every aspect um and so like whatever that means to you like if you are eating whole foods and you're working out and you feel good like you feel like you can your endurance is up because that's the main thing it's not like and I think this is where I also struggled too because I always looked at fitness as like I need to look a certain way when in reality it's like I need to feed my body and like nourish my body and take care of it so that I can perform well. Like, I think if you change the perspective and instead look at it, like a, your body is a, um, is your, you know, vessel (laughs) and, um, rather than like, I need to look a certain way. Um, I think that it can help. And I wish that I would have taken that advice, but I guess it's just something I had to learn later on. And you're an athlete. Yes. Like if you're dancing through the season, you need to feed your body. And I feel like that is something that I really found value in when we were on the team with like all of the programs that we had with um, Audrey and, you know, people who were talking to us about health and wellness. It was never, ever like diet, don't eat this, you know, live this way. It's like, okay, do you feel good? Are you able to, you know, have stamina through the game? Are you going to be able to do a four-hour game? Because that's really what it is. And I feel like some people don't think about that going in, but that's what you're going to do every other weekend, you know? Mm -hmm. And I feel like holistic health is really important and consistency, which is, I think, where I struggled a lot on the team because it is so fast-paced. It is very busy. It's a crazy lifestyle. And I feel like I, you know, would try to start eating healthy sometimes and then it would be hard to maintain for me. So if you're thinking about auditioning, like if you don't have a good flow for that stuff, that's definitely something to start thinking about because I think consistency is really important with that too. Like as long as, like we've been saying, like as long as you feel good and you're putting, you know, what you need into your body, then that's what really matters. Yeah, definitely. But to answer, I, I feel like, yeah, to answer that question, um, it, it's a tricky one because, of course, we want to say, like, no, like, it doesn't matter. But like Aaron said, um, I mean, you are in a, a two-piece. And unfortunately, that's just kind of how – it's kind of what you're signing up for in a way. Um, but mm-hmm. I know that some teams are moving away from, like, the two-piece and, like – you know, um, I think it's like the Jets. The Jets have like a dress thing. I don't know if it's two pieces, but like with no midriff yeah. showing. And I, I feel like the Panthers yeah. too. I mean, it's just, it's mm-hmm. a lot of women carry weight in their stomach like like I do. And mm-hmm. it's a hard area, you know, and it's um, it's just unfortunately like the reality. I want to mention too that, you know, there's a, a wide range of people who are mm-hmm. joining this yes. team. So like there are 
girls like me who join when you're 18 and then there's girls who are 30 and you know and there's just such a wide spread and you really can't compare yourself at least for me personally mm-hmm. and this is why I bring up age like you aren't necessarily done developing yet until you're in your 20s you know and mm-hmm like your body can be changing or maybe you're having a bloated day and you're not feeling too hot, you know, and that can change, like that can change your whole energy too. So I think as long as you're feeling good, that's like, that's the first thing. Um, but at the end of the day, you know, the, the judges and the people in charge of the team and the the sports team or whatever entity, like, it's in their hands and I'm glad it's going in a progressive direction, but I think there's still, you know, work to be done. For sure. And it's, I mean, I swear to God, I've said this since I went through it post-college as women, we have two puberties. Like you have a puberty at like second puberty at like 22. I feel like is like, you know, cause my body completely changed and, yeah. and even like my hair growth and my hair pattern, like it was like coming out of like official, like transition into womanhood. And it was like a yeah. completely different person. And, um, and so, yeah, I think we have to like be more forgiving of ourselves and our bodies. Um, yeah, we're constantly changing. And, and even like, I mean, with gold rush, you know, I think a lot of the time people think we all look the same. We're all the same height. We're all the same weight we're all the same everything measurement wise and you know there's people like Yvonne who's this teeny little 411 pixie and then there's people like you know our friend Natalie who's on the team right now she's like 510 511 you know like we call her Victoria's Secret Angel because like she just she's like she walks in the room and she towers over everyone and it's like amazing but you know it's like it's not like they are, are they're, they're only taking one look you know it's like there is diversity and I think the conversation we're starting here is that you know we hope to see it just continue to grow and be something that yeah. continues to um diversify so right and I think you know when you if you're pointing out things that you don't like about yourself I guess um you know people are gonna notice them but if you just put your best foot forward and you tell yourself like these are my strengths this is what I love about myself that's gonna show through which brings us full circle to how do you introduce yourself you know totally I got another question (laughs) um our what's our favorite part about auditions or our favorite audition experiences that we've had? Well, I think my favorite part about auditions was every year you kind of find like this like new like drive and like this new, like you're like, wow, like this means a lot to me. Obviously you realize it throughout the year, but it like just really becomes more clear um, every year throughout auditions, like how much the experience means to you. Um, And for me, I always really liked auditioning Um, I mean, of course, it was terrifying and scary, but also just like meeting people, too. And um, I think it's it was fun to gain a new batch of people and like start new friendships every year. And um, I always I've been saying lately that I can't imagine how, you know, how Gold Rush was. And I think some other teams didn't have auditions um, last year. 
because of COVID. And I can't even imagine. I know everything was virtual, but I feel like having rookies on the team brings such a um, like a new level of like excitement and just like a new energy. Um, and so, yeah, I always liked auditioning. And I just, yeah, I don't, I don't know how that was for them this year. It must have been weird. <laughs> it for sure reminds you why you started, right? Like, it, it's always, like, a good, like, reflective time as a veteran, like, to be like, dang, this is really cool that I get to do this. I think my favorite day of our auditions is the cleaning day, <laughs> which I feel like a lot of people don't think it's exciting, but... It's like the lowest pressure day, you know, you're a finalist at this point, you've made it and you can just like chill out and focus on yourself for the first time in the week. You had, you know, the way our auditions work, you got to sleep really well the night before you didn't have anything the day before. I don't think, I don't know. I could be, you know, I'm an old grandma now and I'm forgetting, but (laughs) no, you're right. You're right. We would have Mondays off. Okay. And then it would be on Tuesdays. Right on. Yeah. So you're well rested. You go into this day and it's really cool because like usually you do groups, you get to see everyone perform and just like bring the energy. You get to mingle with people and work on your solo or your freestyle. Um, And it's also the picture day. So they like pull you aside and you get to take your pick, which will be, you know, the first thing that anyone sees of you as a cheerleader and when. So I feel like it's really exciting and, you know, it's just the first time during the week that you really get to like be with everyone and get to know people. Um, I mean, you can get to know people on the first day, but you really just get, get the vibes. (laughs) Yeah. You're like, you made it past the first check. You're like, okay, check. (laughs) I think for me, aside from the whole process of, you know, picking my outfit and designing it with my mom and having that kind of be our thing every year that I would get excited about. Um, My favorite part is the final night performance. Like, I think it it was usually like a Thursday night. um, And it just felt like, I don't know, it just reminded me of like recital days or dance competition days, you know, because, you know, you'd get all dressed or done up with your hair and your makeup and you'd be in the in the dressing room getting ready and and then like rehearsing the the dance and like I can just hear the snaps like you know I can smell the hairspray like it takes me right back and you know with Gold Rush we would get to perform on a stage and invite our our people and my my you know Simone would make cute signs for everyone with like sayings and it'd be like a surprise every year so it was just like I mean, and even at that point, you know, it's obviously there's a little nerves there, but by that point, you know, the dance and I really, truly feel like you've made the team or you haven't made the team by that point. So I would just kind of like be a little more out of my head at that point and just kind of enjoy like the performance part of it. Cause it also is, you know, the only time of the year that's all about gold rush, you know, cause we are more of a support situation for the majority of the year like we're we're there for the football team just like most other people in the audience are and um that's really like our night that we have just for us so I always loved it I actually um saw I don't know who posted this but I saw a video from I think it was your first year making it 
Uh-huh. I think someone posted this recently. Or I saw it on, like, maybe on YouTube. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, I don't remember where I saw this video. But it was from you, your audition, um, your group dance. Ooh. Oh. And... And I, you know, okay, so we, so usually we would perform it and then we, there would be two lines and then we would switch the back line would go to the front and the front line would go to the back. And I think you moved from the front to the back. So you, you have to walk backwards. Um, mm-hmm. And you kind of like, like almost kind of like stumbled a little bit. Like, oh, God. And, no, no, no. And no, and I'm saying, so I swear I'm, I'm sharing this story for a reason, but yeah. <laughs> and like you had your curly, you had your curly hair. Cause I know you yeah. had hair and then you went to your straight and then now you're back to your curly hair but mm-hmm. it was it was it was cool to see because I think that and I I'm sure everyone can agree Caitlin I'm sure you can agree and then anyone else who's listening that was on gold rush like Aaron like had a major like glow up <laughs> and yeah. I'm not in like confidence like you right tell, like you kind of like were like you know, and we're all nervous, but a like, little more unsure. Unsure. Thank you. That's yeah. what I'm looking for. But yeah, I I saw that like a couple weeks ago and I was like, wow, like this is it, it really is cool to see like, you know, just that how you like grew up on the team. And same with you, Caitlin. Um, Metamorphosis. <laughs> <laughs> Turning into butterflies. No, I mean, and then we talked about with Sarah on her episode. It's like, I feel like most of us look back at the person that made the team for your first year and you're like who is that how did she make the team I don't know her I'm a little embarrassed for her but the thing is is like she did and so you're like you know they saw something someone saw something yeah exactly and you know I mean I wouldn't I wouldn't change anything about it I think you know it was it was all a growing process and it's cool to see how far you you go and you you've come yay well i think that covers everything um i hope we answered everyone's questions i know there were some other questions that we didn't get to so if you ever have any questions and you're like hey you didn't answer my question just feel free to dm us we always are open to chatting we love to talk so clearly we have a podcast um reach out to us if you ever have any questions even regarding any other topics other than auditions i just want to say good luck to everybody who's planning on auditioning for a pro team and girl you got this yeah, <laughs> yeah confidence you got this breaking formation is on your side <laughs> yeah Name drop us. I don't know if that's going to help anything, but it's really like, I was in brain formation. I kind of know some things. Um, yeah. And one, then, I mean, the last thing I want to say is like, I just really hope there's more auditions this year. You know, I hope, I mean, I hope we see some kind of development in that area, whether it's like getting a little more high tech with the virtual auditions or just, figuring out a way I think my dad brought up like maybe they'll split it up into more than one weekend so they can like meet the you know the capacity standards I'm like that's not a bad idea honestly so I really hope you know for everyone's sake and pro dance industry sake that we can see some stuff happen all right positivity corner out Hey y'all, it's Baitlin and I'm trying to dance with you. If you're interested in dance training, I would love to offer 
Breaking Formation listeners, 25% off on your first month dancing with me. And um, right now I'm really into like looking at dance as more of a practice. Um, And I feel like a lot of times, you know, we focus on um, auditioning or performing or going to class and killing it. But I think there's more to dance than that. And so I'm really excited to explore that. And I hope you'll come check out my Instagram at Caitlin Brooks Dance and check out my website, BaitlinCrooks.com. Let's dance. Thank you so much for listening. If you haven't already, be sure to hit subscribe to Breaking Formation podcast on all listening platforms and follow us on Instagram at Breaking Formation podcast. And if you have any questions or want to reach out, please feel free to email us at breakingformation at gmail.com and follow us on Twitter at BFPomcast. Thanks for listening.